Welcome to Chopcast. Uh, I'm Griffin. Sam to my right. Will to my bottom. Um, as per usual. As per usual, where he should be. Um, <laughs> Braves are going to the World Series. That That's not a sentence I thought I'd ever really be saying. Um, nope. We run a Braves podcast. And I don't, I don't know. I'm just used to, like... The definition of insanity of Atlanta and Georgia sports in general, um, but uh, I guess I mean it's not over. Right after that ha- happened, it felt like it was over just because it yeah. was inconceivable enough as it was. But yeah, I mean, literally, literally in our lives, I mean, you can you can count Atlanta United if you want, but no, not we, we have yeah, I, and most people don't. We've seen this is the second time we've seen an Atlanta sports team go to a championship. And honestly, that like, I said, I've said, I think there are two, there are two distinct happiest moments of my life, and I think that Eddie Rosario three-run shot in Game Six might have taken over the top spot over the Robert Alford pick six. In the <laughs> so, I, I think it was a huge victory. Like, I think, and I, it's kind of sad that we're doing this the, the day after because it would have been fun to see just like. <laughs> Or the two days after, it seemed like the raw mode, but obviously it was a huge party in ATL. Yeah. Um, I'm happy to – I want to make something abundantly clear to the viewers. I'm uh-huh. very happy to to eat my words at the beginning <laughs> of the playoffs. I thought I thought the the fellas would be bounced in the first round. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> very, very happy to be wrong. Very, very happy. Yeah. Very, uh, I mean, I think – I mean, I, there's no way really to tell because this is a pure hypothetical. But like, uh, if Sam and I weren't Braves fans, I think I would pick the Brewers all the way. It's more of a, it's the more logical choice by far. Um, mm. But, yeah. and I mean, honestly, I don't know how much I talked about this after the NLDS r- review or recap or whatever. Um, after game one, I was just like, we can't hit. They're not letting us hit, and it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how this team keeps doing what they are, what they're doing. We are just, I mean, we're doing exactly what the game plan for us when we made the trades were, which is like scra- just barely scrape our way in, mm-hmm. and then just get hot. And it's exactly what we've done. Yep. Yeah. We're, uh, we're all, yeah, yeah, I feel like everything's going well. Like, our, I think the the biggest, like, symbol of that is just Eddie Rosario at the moment. Like, he's, a lot of people say he's one of MLB's, like, streakiest hitters. He's either on or off, and, like, holy fuck, was he on? Uh, yeah. I just, I don't even know what words I have to say right now. Like, honestly, other than, us being up 3-1 was probably the like, most nervous I felt all series, which is kind of a weird way of putting it. Thanks, Will. Yeah, yeah thanks for that, Will. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I'm pretty sick right now. I apologize. Stop it. You're just... Put it on hold. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. what, what were your... Uh, what's your where-were-you moment... Um, when the Braves advanced, let's start with Will. Uh, let's start, no, let's start. Yeah, we'll, let's start with the the natural Reds fans, so that we can only go up yeah. from here. No, no, I was uh, no, no, I was in the middle of uh, I was in the uh, Tennessee mountains. I was watching it with a bunch of uh, um, a bunch of friends of mine that are from Atlanta. Actually, um, no, it was good. Uh, there was always like that. I mean, like, my thing is, whenever you play a team, like the Dodgers or something, there's always that thought in the back of your mind that Mookie Betts is going to come up and hit an eight-run home run. Um, <laughs> and so that that had me anxious until, like, the last out, you know. But then, um, I don't know, it was just pretty awesome. It was pretty sick. Um, so, yeah. I was, uh, I was carving pumpkins, actually. Um, group of friends were like... This is the time we're doing it. We're going to carve pumpkins, and I committed to it. Because um, I honestly – okay, so – That's why you just don't have friends. Cut oh, yeah, out. well, that's the obvious next next Cut step, that but out. Because I, I, I was like – I was all in. Like I was you know excited to do it. It's obviously 
October Halloween's good fun. Uh, but I thought we were going to be in the two o'clock slot. I thought there was no way the Astros were going to win it in six. Um, and then obviously them beating the Sox uh, pushed our game back to five. So or five, five <laughs> Pacific Coast time. Uh, so yeah, I was carving pumpkins. Watch. I actually hold on. If y'all wanna, this is maybe a good time to do this. But, pumpkin. Yeah, I made a pumpkin, uh, and it, I was literally making the Braves logo um, and watching it on the side. And you know, part of me was like, "You see it? Wow, it's actually pretty good. That's pretty good. Wow. Yeah, I, I'm pretty proud of myself for it. Yeah. Uh, How'd you? Is but, the thing in the middle hang, hung out by like a toothpick or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did yeah. a toothpick. Um, but yeah, part of me was like, I shouldn't carve an Atlanta pumpkin because that's like the ultimate jinx, and then it ended up working out. So. I, I lost my mind immediately, like, fled the scene, called literally everyone I knew, and yeah, <laughs> I, I had no shame about it whatsoever. Yeah. Will, did you see he has the Veil sweatshirt on? I did. I did see that. I was <laughs> Classic sweatshirt. Remember when you got sunburned and then you wore that sweatshirt around? Yeah. Yeah, back in the day, I went I went on a mm-hmm. vacation to Veil, and I did not wear, uh, I did not wear, like, any face protector yeah. or anything in that huge like windburn sunburn yeah. thing going on i remember you kept making up that term windburn that didn't exist right yeah that, that windburn makes... windburn definitely exists yeah don't gaslight, sure, yeah, no. <laughs> don't gaslight me you're gaslighting me right now um anyway where were you i was i uh i had some friends that went to the battery uh but mm. i had to go to the library for this stupid ass project thing that i had to do um and library is peaceful. Um, UGA library is like seven stories tall, and I was up on the sixth floor looking for the, the some commentary on like First Peter chapter three. Um, then I went and I got some Jamaican food that and then i drank like eight beers and that really fucked my stomach up hard (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't like it wasn't the best move but i that's my favorite restaurant in athens um it's called kelly's if anyone ever wants to go there um it hurts but it's so good um but uh was there with um it was me and two of my or two two dudes two women we were kind of into it and whatever um one of them might be listening and then get mad at me but she made a pound cake so that was pretty good so i had some uh mm-hmm. cake thrown in there too um some uh, m&m minis um i'm setting the scene right here there was two lamps on yeah, us <laughs> um but yeah i uh started hugging people started calling my mom called me talked to uh, talked to my parents um my mom kept texting me. She's like, "This is like, this is like the '90s again." Um, yeah, which feels like '95. Yeah, Griffin, I, I talked to you recently. Do you have it? Um, do you think you'll be able to go to a game or now? Um, so what's really like this weekend for me upcoming is either going to be so awesome or just awful. Either one, um, because it's the Florida Georgia game. Um, go dogs! Go, go dogs! dogs. Um, yeah. And Florida's pretty terrible this year, and we're pretty damn good. So hopefully it won't be bad. But there's a, it's a rivalry game. But so mm-hmm. game four, game three is on that Friday, um, and then which I'll be traveling, I think. And then game four is like right after the Florida Georgia game. Um, so. I'll be coming back up Sunday. Game five is the only game that I could go to. My parents mm. are mm. looking for tickets, but like the cheapest tickets, uh, standing room only, are fifteen hundred dollars right now. Wow, right, that's well, uh, that's awfully expensive. I yeah. think it was nine hundred, and it's jumped up since mm. then. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I definitely saw nine hundred earlier. So that's shocking. Griffin. Just tell your parents that. Uh, the chop cast needs a reporter on the ground. Yeah, <laughs> we'll make them. We'll make the money back just instantly. Yeah, you know? <laughs> Re- researching purposes. Yeah, one chop cast money, two 
like money's just an object, you know. And then three, please. That's the, the <laughs> those are the three points. But uh, yeah, I don't. I watched. I stayed up that night until like three, just watching every single interview that I could, and like, uh, just still it hasn't like seeped in. And I feel like my feeling is like right when it says World Series on the screen, I'm still just gonna be like, I, just a game yeah. in Truist Park. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Um, do we want to talk about the series? Uh, no, nah, I don't think we should. Nah, I don't nah, think we should. <laughs> why, do we, why do we do that? Yeah. Um, but we already, uh, Sam and I came in on here a little bit ago and talked uh, about games one through four. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think uh, we both kind of agreed that winning game four, we were both incredibly excited and incredibly terrified because mm-hmm. we were just continuing yeah. to follow the narrative. Um, but, uh, game, f- yeah. So, specifically, the games that we didn't cover, game five was awful. That was, uh, mm-hmm. that made me lose every morsel of confidence that we had. Um, I really didn't, like, gain confidence back again at all until I heard how loud Truist Park was in game six. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, you go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, um, I actually ended up going to game five. I was there, I was in the left field and there's actually a, on, I think it was AJ Pollock's home run, which was the first one the Dodgers hit. It literally landed like four rows in front of me. And there's a, just like, you can take a screen grab of the moment the ball lands in the stands. Like, Everyone is standing up, and I'm just like head and hands. Like you can see my red ring pretty clearly on the on the TV. Uh, but yeah, that that game honestly shattered like every hope or expectation I could have I could have you know brought into the series at that point. Like I literally watched back to back home runs come to the exact same section. Essentially, um, at one point I just like put my AirPods in and I was just walking around Dodger Stadium listening to 680 The Fan, which is like Atlanta's you know sports station. Uh, I was kind of like sitting in different places around the stadium and then they'd hit another home run and I'd be like, Oh, that place is bad luck. And then I'd go sit somewhere else. And then they hit another home run and they were just <laughs> awful. But honestly, what it, what it did give me the perspective of, and like Griffin just mentioned, I think having home fans is honestly such like such a big, like such a big aspect of the game. Um, Cause you could tell like the Braves kind of had their tail between their legs and Dodgers fans just kept like, they kept getting, I mean, all fucking 10 of them were getting super rowdy. Um, yeah, and it just it just kept going in their favor. And then uh, seeing game six back at Tourist Park, I kind of immediately knew it was probably going to go our way um, just because of that, like, fam aspect. Yeah. Um, I was, I never really felt, like, 100% even close confident during game six. Uh, thank you for muting right there, Will. Um, but, uh, I think very clearly the MVP of the whole series is Eddie Rosario. I think the MVP mm. of Game Six is definitely Tyler Matzik. Um, oh my god! That was the one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen in baseball. Um, yeah. And very rightfully so. Now there were people kind of talking about him a little bit, like on John Boy. They would always talk about like he's pitched in every postseason game. Yeah. He pitched in every game except for Game Five because it was a wash right from the beginning, yeah. pretty much. Other than when I thought we were going to win in the first inning and then completely got tossed. Uh, but he pitched in every game that mattered, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And like, uh, I, I was watching the um, the John Boy podcast episode the day after that happened. Um, and I watched the Mookie interview too. Um, and, uh, they were both kind of like him and Trevor Plouffe were saying the same things, which was like, Matzik has an elite fastball. And like, when you're just feeling it, like when a uh, pitcher goes up on the mound and he knows exactly where he's going to put it, like he knows that you're not going to hit the ball. Um, Mm -hmm. it was pretty much all fastballs. Uh, that was just yeah. pounding him in, like, and um, if 
he doesn't really know where he's locating those, I feel like they could e very easily get hit, especially by someone who's good as Mookie Betts is. Um, but the only real, like, off-speed pitch that he threw was to um, Pujols. Um, mm -hmm. <coughs> and whatever game Pujols started before, I think it was in game four, might have been one of the earlier games, game one or two. Um, he struck him out with an, uh, a curveball coming in. Um, so he just knew what to do with him. Um, yeah. All right, whatever. Okay. Oh! Um, we had a break there for a second because my stomach hates me. And... No, I'm lying on the ground uh, in pain. Um, so, but the show must go on. Um, of course. Pujols, Tyler Matzik knew exactly what to do with him. Um, mm. And then Steven Souza Jr. in that moment, he's, he's not a really great bench piece. He has, like, a lot of power, but he's just, like, the, like, Poor, poor, poor man's Adam Duvall in my head. Um, yeah. And then... Um, Mookie. Mookie took two straight down the middle. The first yeah. one, the first one, like, I was like, okay, he was taken there. Like, that's fine. I can understand that. Um, the second one shocked me. Um, mm -hmm. The third one, it looked fairly obvious that he just didn't know... Like, he, he was like, yeah, I, I'm not going to be able to hit this. And he tried to put his best swing on it and foul tip straight back into the glove. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the I mean, that was that was probably the most electric performance I've seen from a reliever all year. And yeah. to do it in an, elimina <laughs> an elimination game in the NLCS. Mm -hmm. uh, I saw this, I saw this uh, Luke Jackson quote earlier today. It's so funny. Um, he was talking about Matzik, and the quote said uh, – uh, Tyler Nutsack. That's what everyone calls him because he's got to drag those huge balls out to the mound every night. <laughs> <laughs> Which is hilarious. <laughs> and I hope that sticks because that's you, a great nickname. Have you seen the the South Park episode where uh, Oh, yeah. Randy. Yeah. They did like the Yeah. yeah he, he like gives himself testicular cancer so he can get medical marijuana. They just there was I saw a bunch of pictures of like Tyler Matzik's face photoshopped onto Randy uh, when he has his balls in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was. I mean, it was a fucking ballsy performance, man. He, mm -hmm. I think, between both innings, he threw sixteen pitches. Yeah, which just unbelievable. I mean, is is honestly, you could argue that like his second inning was just as just oh, as yeah. impressive as this one, like because he shut them the fuck down. Like he, they were they were not doing anything. So they got, he struck out the first dude, um, who's freaking Corey Seager. Um, yeah. And that was, uh, that was lefty lefty though. I'll at least give him that. Um, yeah. and then, uh, Trey Turner and Will Smith both, both decided that they were going to try to like get ahead of him. Um, and so this is the part where it's like Tyler Matzik is a, a genius or just guess right. But I feel like it's more of the former, because there's no way. It's the, like, he was only pounding fastballs, like, uh, for a while. Oh, my God. You're just zipping them. You're just and zipping then, them. So then, so, and Trey Turner and Will Smith's minds are like, okay. Which I think was pretty smart of them to do. Is like, okay, he's going to feed me a fastball in the zone. Why don't I just try to take a swing at it? And then he throws a slider, which he had, like, hadn't yeah. thrown in a while. I, I don't, I, I don't know, like, if that's just knowing the hitter that well that they're going to be able to think that, or if it's just lucky. Yeah. Like, I feel like, and then I, I don't remember if the Will Smith one was a fastball or not, but I know the Trey Turner one was, and they both just got on top of the ball and it was easy out. Um, yeah. I, I almost like, uh, I was super happy. <laughs> I feel, and like they were even making comments about it that like when Travis Darno got out, Oh like, my god! The yeah. home fans were cheering because <laughs> because it meant Matzik got to come back out again. I so. mean, that would I I think that would have absolutely fucked us if I mean oh, yeah. I would have I wouldn't 
mad if Matzik went out to fucking hit. Like that, you, no, you, yeah, you I was literally, say. I was saying that. I was like, put him out to hit now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who else, who else would you throw in in that situation? I was, yeah, I, mean, I was I, thinking I, it would probably, it would probably have been Jesse Chavez, which he probably mm-hmm. would have done, done okay. Like, he's been very solid the whole year, but, like, they just murder right-handed pitching. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and obviously Luke Jackson didn't do us many favors. I love the guy, but holy fuck, he, he looks like – he looks bad in the playoffs right now. I think – well, so, like, after I calmed myself down, like, after when we lost game uh, three, I was like yeah. – I was just like, I hate Luke Jackson. I can't believe he's done this. He's least clutch – pitcher ever then i went back and i looked at it at, like at the bats and he really only like he didn't really fuck up at all um the yeah. will smith yeah. hit was a really good hit that he just barely squeaked it was like opposite field slash um yeah and then the cody bellinger hit was stupid if you go back and look at it again like you the fact that he hit that as far and like a solid contact as he did is just dumb because I mean, Cody Bellinger just, he, he looked like he hated the Braves all series. <laughs> Anytime he was like that, I was scared that, yeah. that one, that the one bat earlier in game six, when he essentially beat the shift uh, oh, by yeah. poking one left, was... left field, just like, fuck man, what can you do about that? It was yeah. like the same thing. What can you do about it? But like that, uh, that pitch, was apparently the second highest pitch that Cody Bellinger's ever hit a, ho- a home run off of. Um, yeah. And it was, like, at his – it was, like, above his numbers. Yeah. It like I mean, it was, it, was, it was It was simply outside of the strike zone, you know. Yeah. And, like, uh, Luke was asked about it after the game, and he was, like – they were asking him, like, what would you do different? He's, like, I wouldn't have done anything different in that situation. Like, I was trying to get it to be – like, I was trying to get him to chase a high fastball, and I mm-hmm. and he's, like, out of my hand. I was, like, that's a ball, and, it, like, that missed badly. And it did. It did miss badly. Um, yeah. I don't – yeah. Game, game six was a whole different story, though. Like, I think, one, yeah. very clearly the Dodgers hit right-handed hitting better. But two, his slider was just not moving. Like, it, I think he definitely lost his confidence against the Dodgers from the game, like two games before. Yeah, and thank God we're we're on to another team because I don't think he was getting that confidence back anytime yeah. soon. I would not have felt comfortable throwing him out in the in the seven in game seven if it had gone to there. Yeah, no, I wouldn't either. Yeah, so. We'll see, but yeah, that was an unfortunate performance. But obviously, Tyler Matzik, you know, like you said earlier, if Eddie Rosario is an NLCS MVP, it is one hundred percent Matzik. He might have saved us. So, but I think kind of on that note, uh, I think we got to talk about Eddie Rosario. Obviously, oh, yeah. I mean, he he batted, I think, five sixty in the NLCS. He had the he's tied for the most hits in a single. I think it might have just been like a series in the yeah, postseason. A series. Yeah, in a single series with 14, and honestly, like, the hit that put him there, the three-run home run to right field, I don't think I've ever been in denial of a home run before. <laughs> like, like I've been, I, I've questioned, you know, I've, been, I've questioned before, like, oh, shit, that went out, like, no way, but I'll take it. But I legitimately looked at my TV screen for probably 30 seconds, and I was watching with my friend, Andrew, you could probably ask at some point, could, it, could attest to this, like, I was like, no, that one foul. Like, that one foul. There's no way that went out. Um, just because that's what we're used to, you know? You're mm-hmm. not, like, expecting just a rope to right field yeah. into the chopping house. It's just, oh, my God. That, yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. I remember, like, just kind of visually putting myself there. I remember them, like, him going down 0-2, um, and then, it, like, the camera just doing this kind of weird, sh- interesting shot it hadn't done all night where it like ran down the first baseline or something. And, yeah. um, and I, like they were talking about like, uh, if they can capitalize here. And I was like, Oh, don't, don't get my hopes up. Like, don't, uh, don't think we're going to do anything. Like, uh, yeah. Eddie's Eddie, Eddie's been so hot. He can't be, he can't go up there and hit every time. Mm. Like he, there's yeah. no way. And then like, just, 
he he definitely like it wasn't a great pitch, but you know, no. on the opposite side it was like a great piece of hitting, and I I just saw him hit it, and I was like, okay, that's a double, because um, mm-hmm. it was just it was a line drive. Yeah, it was a yeah. line drive exactly. home run into right field, which is hard to do at Truist Park. Mm-hmm. And I think I don't know what the fuck Walker Bueller was doing there, because um, like the sequence of his pitching was absolutely atrocious. Yeah. He did. I watched a video on it earlier today. He went. I think it was a six pitch at bat. He threw five cutters That's and insane. one fastball, and. They were all in the same exact spot. Like, it was, like, kind of bottom-ish, left-ish. Yeah. And Eddie was sitting on it. Like, he was ready for it. And Walker just – Walker Bueller did not change. And honestly, shout-out Max Scherzer for not playing game six because <laughs> I, I think I think we all knew we were going to shell Walker. Um, he he did he looked shaky in the first game. Um, did not look great in this game, obviously. And if we know anything about Walker Bueller in the postseason at Truist Park especially, it's just – yeah, it just wasn't going to go his way. Um, but I think also, you know, you can talk about the Walker Bueller sequence, but also, you know, the sequence of hitters that led up to the moment also was a little unbelievable. Um, I think up until that point yeah. in the game, Braves had five of their six hits on two outs. Uh, and the sequence that led up to that was a walk to Travis Darno, um, us taking Ian Anderson out in the fourth inning, mm-hmm. uh, which is one of the ballsiest moves you can make when he's thrown, you know, one one run ball up to that point. Uh, us subbing him out for Adrianza, who I think, you know, he's a great pinch hitter, but nobody's really expecting, like, yeah, he something clutch. I think he had – how many at-bats did he have this whole series? Oh, man. I mean, it couldn't have been more than, like, two. Well, the, I mean, it, it was – I think for the – if you – the whole postseason, he hadn't had a hit in all of his pinch hits. Which, yeah. I mean, oh, pinch you're hitting, about, you're not – I thought you were talking about that. Never mind. Um, pinch hitting, you're not expecting a hit most of the time, clearly – but yeah. uh, I think he had at least six, maybe seven at-bats the whole series. Um, mm. And just, I think he had a lot of strikeouts. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, he just actually... Yeah, banged a broken bat. Yeah, he got that base hit because he broke his bat. Yeah. Um, if he had, it was like... like, gotten solid contact, bat not broken, that would have been a foul ball, I think. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, it, it completely deadened the ball. Like, and not to mention a little little emblematic, but he was using Rosario's bat mm-hmm. at that at that AB. So broke Rosario's bat to you know set up the man on second and third. And I think it was funny too because I I remember thinking you know watching that ball sail into right field. I'm like, if Travis Darno does not get home, we are losing this game, like no question. And then I see him like rounding third. Wash puts up the stop sign, which ended up being the right decision because Mookie yeah. had a great play in right field. Uh, but obviously, Eddie's like literally the one person you would want in that situation to kind of clean it up, and he did just that. Yeah, I think Wash would have honestly ran him, even though he probably wouldn't have gotten there uh, if it weren't Eddie or like the top of the order coming up. Yeah. I I, th- I think you're right because I mean obviously Wash is established he's not you know he's not opposed to some risky sends because you know those what what was that was that game one or two where he was just sending everyone home and we walked it off eventually like that's just that's incredible management. That was game two, I believe. I think it was game two. I think it was game two. Um, but uh, yeah, I. Like, there is no way, like, I was thinking that the most <laughs> the most dominant players of this postseason, if I, if I had a top three, Matic and Rosario and Will Smith would not have been in those top three. Yeah. And it's uh, that, that they have not as much Matic. I expected a little more. Um He'd been pretty solid the whole year, except for, like, there was, like, a two- or three-week span where he actually, like, kind of started at Dodger Stadium, um, Mm -hmm. where he just was awful. Um, Mm -hmm. Couldn't get an out. Um, But the resiliency has been the theme of this team 
all yeah. year. And just like it's just been one thing after another getting like throw things thrown at you. And like mm-hmm. I I like kind of I don't know if this meant that I was just very feeling like okay, we're not going to win this series anyway when we came in, but when I saw that Jorge was going to be gone at the beginning it was looking like going to be the whole series i was like well what can you do um, yeah and like you can dodgers fans and just uh, pundits that i've seen like talking about their injuries which i will say is significant um but like yeah. we have dealt with so many more injuries than they have and been able to come back from them like we have an entirely different new outfield and the players that they have, that they have to come in, are still getting paid way more than, like, probably half our players. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's. I mean, for... Yeah, the, I think it's valid. It's Yeah, yeah, okay, I'm sorry, I was just finding the words. Because it's obviously such a complex topic, like MLB payrolls and where that fits in morally and like with respect to, you know, the game and victories and your opponents and stuff. And one of my biggest arguments, you know, against Dodgers fans and players and just the whole organization is obviously like, Oh shit, you have so much money. Of course you can play, pay for these players. But you know, when you're a big market team and the MLB has not established a cap, go for it. Um, But when you're losing people like, Max Muncy and Justin Turner, and then you can just throw guys like Chris Taylor and Cody Bellinger and Albert Pujols back into the lineup. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, come the fuck on. Yeah. And yeah, you lose Clayton Kershaw and you lose Trevor Bauer, but your starting rotation is still Walker Bueller, Max Scherzer, and Julio Urias. Mm-hmm. And then like, like you, that's that's, you a, lose, that's a pain. You lose Joe Kelly, and then it's like, okay, we'll just put David Price in. Yeah, or just Blake try. Yeah. Also, I was so happy we shelled Urias this series. Oh, yeah. Because that, guy, that guy's been a menace to the Atlanta Braves. <sighs> yeah, that just was... I, like, this is what I had told my dad was on the phone. It's just... So I feel like everyone knows. It's like, unequivocally, they are just better than us. In like yeah. almost every regard, um, and even where we're like, you can put us slightly better, like, or, or if you can like say that we have an advantage, like they 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 do that, you know, just people making like who has the advantage, a third, first, second, bullpen, whatever, like, there. I mean, for Freddie and then like um, uh, Austin Riley, you have the advantages there at the at the hot corners, but it's like okay, well. At the beginning, at least, they have Justin Turner or Chris Taylor, mm-hmm. and then on the opposite side, they have Pujols or Bellinger. Yeah, and then not to mention Trey Turner and Seager to fill in the gap. Yeah, like these are these are all stars. These are MVPs. They're you're right. They're unequivocally, I think, the best team in baseball. If you if you're looking at on paper alone, but it was it was good to see them fall. Holy fuck, that uh, that was some poetic justice. Uh, Will, what did, what did you think from an outside delusional perspective of not being a, a, a natural Braves fan of, uh, this series? Like going into it or? Yeah. And then I guess going into it. Both. Oh, okay. Um, going into it, I wasn't sure how to feel because I mean, like, I'm a big, big fan of Max Muncy. Like, I think he's. He and Chris Taylor, like, I think are my two favorite players on the Dodgers, God, which isn't tough because most of their players are uh, – understandably so. Yeah. Um, mostly because most of their players are scumbags in my eyes. <laughs> um, but they just play – they're just so damn good. So, like, that – like, them missing Muncie was big. But also, like, I mean, you all hit on it. It's like they're so deep everywhere. Like, a player you all didn't even mention – was like Gavin Lux. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that guy is like a future superstar. He may yeah. be the best second baseman in like two years. Um, yeah. And like, he's a bench guy for him. Yeah. Um, so it's just like, I, I don't want to sound 
like I was shocked to see the Braves win because I wasn't because the Braves were uh, definitely hotter. I feel like, mm-hmm. um, but I mean, like, I guess impressive is the word. I don't know. I mean, like, I wasn't expecting that. Um, not to diminish the Braves or anything, but I mean, I, mean, I don't think either. They're they're really they're either. they're an all star lineup. I mean, they're just yeah. fucking insane. And then in terms of reactions, um, I'm definitely buying the Braves more. Um, like, there's definitely some, like, postseason heroes that have been stepping up. Um, I mean, we'll see how it goes because I, I do think, like, uh, like just before we get into the discussion, like, the Astros lineup and everything, like, I think the Astros lineup is probably the best I've seen in, like, three or four years. Um, so... No, but the big thing for me is, like, the Braves right now are giving me big Team of Destiny-type vibes. Um, yeah. yeah. Like, that's the big takeaway for me. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that... Team most, of Destiny. I was going to say, most, most people in, in the United States of America are, are rooting for the Braves right now. Oh, um, yeah. Especially given... The team we're playing, and I don't know if it's the right time to transition into this, but you know, might as well. The the Astros are, I mean, they are probably the one of the most universally hated teams in sports, and honestly, rightfully so. Like, they had a groundbreaking cheating scandal a few years ago. Yeah, Uh, they wore fucking buzzers on their chest to decide or to tell when there was a breaking ball or a fastball coming. Like that is that is the most that is that is. That is the biggest advantage you can have in baseball yeah. is knowing what What's sad is, like, there's guys on that team that I, like, I actually like, but, I mean, they're just, like, like Grinky is a great yeah. example. Kyle yeah. Tucker. Like, like, they Mike, weren't even, Michael like, Brantley. really involved. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean not, the not, others are correct. Not, not to mention. Oh, God. Not to mention Charlie Morton was on, like, yeah. the Astros team that yeah. got broken. So you, he you know, knew. Kyle, he definitely yeah. knew. He definitely knew. Uh yeah, and it sucks because, you know, you also have guys like Altuve that are just universally detested now. But, mm-hmm. pr- you know, prior to that, Altuve was one of the most beloved players in the sport. I mean, yeah. he his, his come up is unbelievable. The dude's five foot five. He looks like an absolute midget. And he made the team essentially by walking on. Uh, and then this all happened. So I, I, don't, I don't know, you know, what to take into the series. I will say if there's a team – as hot or close to as hot as the Braves, it's the Astros. I mean, they flipped that series on a dime. Yeah. Uh, I will say, like, the the big thing, I hit on it briefly, and, like, it's the elephant in the room. The big thing that's, like, scary about the Astros is they probably have the best lineup in baseball. I mean, mm-hmm. like, dude, they are – I don't know if you've looked at their lineups for the postseason, but they're starting Yuli Gur- Guriel, who's been a bit cold this postseason – he, yeah, uh, he's seventh in the batting, and he just Gosh. won the batting title. Yeah, I mean, that's fucking insane. Yeah, yeah. Um, they only have like, yeah. I will say, um, I de- they definitely have a stronger lineup than we do all the way through. But in terms of their holes, like I feel like, especially since we're gonna have the DH in uh, Houston, and so it's either gonna be Jorge so, yeah. or. Uh, or it's probably gonna be Jorge. I think um, it's gonna be Jorge. But uh, it's like their holes are uh, is McCormick. Is his, is that his name? The center fielder. Oh, that's, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Martin yeah, Maldonado, who another catch junk. Yeah, he might as well just go up to the plate without a bat. He's just. I'm pretty sure he has one hit in the postseason. Yeah, like he, had, he had the worst average in the MLB this year. It was like a 157. <laughs> Holy fuck, man. Like, come on. Yeah, so that, I mean, we, we got to take advantage of that. Also, the, their pitching's kind of shaking up. Yeah, so. Yeah, I was they're missing. At, I was just looking at uh, who their starters were going to be. And right now, so Lance McCullers is out for the World Series officially, um, mm-hmm. which is huge. Um, so their ace. They, uh, their ace is Fran Rivaldez now. Um, so it'll be Valdez and then Luis Garcia, who's a rookie, um, and then Jose Urquidy, or however you say that. 
uh, Urquidy. And then for game four, they're planning on starting with Granky and doing a bullpen game the rest of the way. Interesting. Their, their bullpen is nasty, too. Yeah. I, I think they've been a little bit roughed up recently, but they were one of the best ones in uh, the regular season. Like, uh, for any people out there that don't know what ERA plus is, that's basically a stat that takes your ERA and then normalizes it to where, um, like, it accounts for, like, the stadium you're playing in and then the opponent you're playing against, and league average is about 100. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you're, like, 150, that means you're better than 50% of the league. Well, the Astros have uh, multiple guys that are, like, at 190 Uh, ERA plus or better than 90% of the league in their bullpen. Like Graveman, yeah. Presley, Javier, um, Emmanuel. I mean, they're they're pretty nasty. They're pretty damn good. I don't know much about their bullpen, uh, like in terms of specific people, other than Kendall Graveman and uh, Presley. Um, who's their closer? Presley. Oh, okay. He he's been one of the best all year. He's been up there with like Hater. Uh, we thought we treated Josh Hader in the NLDS. Thank you. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Um, Thank you. But the in terms of the lineup again to, to bring this back to me, you know, as I, <laughs> as I have to. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, I think our holes are the same um, mm. in our eight and nine spot, uh, and like. I feel like uh, the way that Dansby's been hitting, he he's kind of similar to McCormick. I think McCormick's hitting like around the low 200s in the postseason. Um, and I think Darno, so Darno would be ninth more than likely, is in terms of batting, it's not much harder to be better than Martin Maldonado. Uh, but I, I, I think Travis is, I'm going to guess he gets three hits this whole series at most. Um, I think, I think like when he got, after he got injured, I don't know like he, if he was able to get his swing back or like, so apparently the commentators were saying stuff about like how he was grimacing after he would swing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. If that's just cause it's like, Oh dang, I suck right now. Uh, or if it's like, has something to do with, uh, his hand. Um, and his thumb. So. I think it's, I feel like it's gotta be. I mean, he's. There was a point last year where Travis was our four hole. Yeah. Like, he was batting cleanup last year in the postseason too. I'm pretty sure. I I feel like it's 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 gotta be like a thumb thing because he. I mean, he's looked. I will say recently he's looked much better, like and he's come up in better bigger spots. Namely, ironically striking out to keep Mats again, but. No, <laughs> Came, around, came in the clutch there. He came. In the, he honestly, he might have won us the NLCS with that strikeout. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't, I, mean, I don't. I don't know what the fuck you're thinking if you're Dave Roberts, bro. Just put him on base, force our hand a little. Oh yeah, that was stupid. That was so fucking. Well, stupid. I mean, I get. I get. Well, not entirely. In hindsight, yeah, clearly. But like, if you if you don't do that, you're bringing up Solaire. There's a chance that you go down from being. You go from being down two to going down five. That's um, fair. And, and Solaire did get a hit in the eighth inning so, to lead it off. So. Mm. Not to off, but Solaire did get a pinch hit, so that would have been stupid. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, I feel like, especially having Solaire as the DH, it's mm. definitely not an advantage for us um, in terms of their lineup or whatever, and our pitchers are going to have to... I. Pitching to Martin is essentially like pitching to a pitcher. As yeah. It is. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what they do when they go to Atlanta. Yeah. I mean, they're gonna have to choose between like Alvarez and Brantley for someone. Yeah. And they may just say they may just say they may just say fuck it and run uh, Alvarez in center field, which is a bold <laughs> choice, but you know, <laughs> put, yeah. put him on the mound. You know. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a bat. The pitcher's got a bat, yeah. so. <laughs> yeah, uh, 
And I, I feel like we saw how, how poorly that can go when Lux got in center field. And then just – I know the Dodgers ended up winning the game, but he indirectly led to a four-run rally because he couldn't catch a ball in center field. So yeah. I mean, I will say that the sun, the sun there, was, there yeah, were the patches sun. of sun in that game, and that was pretty brutal. And it, I mean, it wasn't like – if you just put a just like a you know like a double A or single A scrub out there, like more than likely they're not gonna make that catch. I don't think. Just like a random dude, a three hundred fifty pound man, he's not gonna make that catch. I'm just going on on a weird little tangent now. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know where you were going. I was just exactly. okay. I was just you know not a typical dude could make that catch all the time, most of the time, always, right? Yeah, I think so. And yeah, so I mean, the sun definitely did have an impact, but I just thought it was funny, and it was kind of on top. So hopefully, you know, hopefully they make the same mistake. Um. So in terms of matchups, it'll be Morton and Valdez, uh, Freed and Urquidy, and then going to Atlanta, Luis Garcia. And Ian Anderson, and then Zach Grinky going as long as he can, maybe three or four innings, and then their bullpen versus our bullpen. Yeah, and, and I imagine we'll probably either start Minter or Chavez for that game. Yeah, it'd probably be Jesse. Yeah. And then maybe, I guess, yeah. either try. Well, I, I was going to say either Smiley or Noah, but mm-hmm. Noah's done. And he was so bad anyways he needs to, he needs a long off yeah season. yeah you, you know it needs to you need, you know it needs some time bro like he was he was looking bad um yeah but i i feel like um i wonder how many close games there's gonna be because i feel like there's gonna be a handful of blowouts um, yeah just the way i think there'll be a, i think there'll be like two blowouts at least um I don't think Morton and Valdez, I think that's going to be a pretty close game. Uh, And I don't know about Freed and Urquidy. That could be a more high-scoring game. Mm -hmm. And same with the... I, like, I don't know hardly anything about Urquidy or Garcia. Um... But I do know that Garcia was the one that gave up. He gave up two grand slams in two innings to the Red Sox at Fenway. I think. Anyone to check That's, me there? Yeah, I, I'll, I can double check. You said that was the yeah that was a two grand slam game. That was game uh, three of that series. Uh, yeah, it was the first one in Boston. That was crazy. That was crazy. Uh, yeah, this was game three. Yeah, um, so. and the opener was Irikiti. Yeah, game three. That was when they scored all those runs. Oh wait, no, that was Irikiti. Irikiti started um, game three. That wasn't the two. That wasn't, that wasn't the it? two. Uh, that wasn't the two um, Grand Slam game though. Was that game four? That was game game three. Game. Okay, yeah. Wait, <laughs> sorry. Makes sense. I'm pretty sorry. Sure there's. Not. It might have been game no, two. Game two, game two was Luis Garcia, okay. and that was the that was the Grand Slam two Grand Slam okay. game. So that was at Houston. That was at that was that was in Houston, and then game three was Eric Heedy, who only went one point two innings and gave up a Grand Slam. Oh, well, I uh, so. yeah, I don't really know what to expect from Garcia or Urquidy. But I feel like we definitely have a significant advantage over them in terms of starting pitching. Oh yeah, I I think if our pitching is, I think if our pitching's better, we're gonna win the series. And obviously, that's kind of a broad statement, but I think it's mm-hmm. it's gonna come down to pitching because I think I think our offenses are a bit comparable. If anything, the Astros maybe have a better you know offense, but if we can shut them down, like with starting pitching, they're they're not gonna do it. My guess is if we can be leading by the fifth inning every game, um, hopefully six, but fifth or sixth inning every game, um, it's not really going to matter. And, like, our starter is still in or is 
either ends in the fifth or sixth, I feel like the bullpen, their bullpen's just not even going to matter um, how good they yeah. are. Like, we might just not even score runs in the late innings of this series. Mm-hmm. But I feel like attacking early is important. I don't think we're going to do that against Framber. No. I haven't seen no. I haven't seen him pitch hardly at all being in the AL and he, also not wanting good. to watch Astros not, games. Yeah, I know he's, he's good. good. I watched yeah. Yeah. What's your what I don't what what makes him good? I think he's a three. I'm pretty yeah. sure he's the one that like pretty much shut down the Red Sox. Yeah, he went 7.2 of uh Sounds about right. like three hits. Red Sox off. Red Sox offense is obviously like Good. Really damn good. Um, I I can't remember like his like his uh re- like pitch sequencing or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I just remember remember watching and thinking, oh my god, this guy, where did he come from? You know, it's just one of those things. They seem like I was thinking about this the other day. They seem like uh, very Rays esque. Like they have all these pitchers who are like. I've never heard of. Yeah. yeah, like I literally only knew of Grinky and McCullers. And like like that motherfucker, I mean, he just fucked up one of the best lineups in baseball. I mean, so. Yeah, McCullers was yeah. doing very – if McCullers was in this series, I, I like our odds a lot less. Um, yeah. But – um. Yeah, I don't. I, I I think this series is very difficult to predict. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, especially because some... I don't think they've played each other in like four years. No, yeah, it's been it's a long been at least time. Yeah, definitely did not play this season. Um, it's been a while. Which like, I I, I did say something about that to someone the other day that like, um, I think we have a little bit of an advantage in that in like that their team four years ago, four or five, however long we played them ago is not very different than the team they have. Yeah. And our team is entirely different. Literally so different. I mean, if it was four years ago, we'd still have, I mean, none of our pitchers, maybe like a reliever or two. Yeah. We'd have like Luke Jackson and yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. Or I think he started in, was it, it was either 17 or 18. Yeah. Um, I mean, Freddie, obviously. None of our outfielders. Dansby. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Could you imagine if they still had Springer? That would suck. Yeah. <laughs> I was just. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my I, god. Kind of wish that the Blue Jays had signed Michael Brantley now. Because they yeah. just did that. Yeah. 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 Um. I'm just scared of your Don. Your Don. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're yeah. very they're a very hot team right now, and their pitching seems to be clicking. And it's such a shame too, because they really caught fire after like one of the worst missed um calls I have seen, yeah. not just in the postseason but basically all season. I mean, this was the top of the ninth, two-two. Eovaldi throws a strike on a two-two count with two outs. Does not get called, and then they proceed to score seven runs in the top inning, and then they just never looked back. I think they won three straight. Or, yeah, I mean they just took it. Won three straight. Yeah, they just took it series after that. Yeah, I thought Boston had it locked down after Game Three. I was just like, yeah, yeah, they won the second game Mm -hmm. at Houston. They won the first game in Boston, both by just dominant in dominant Mm -hmm. fashion. I was like, yeah, this series is wrapped up. So yeah. that that at least like I mean they're yeah they are hot right now, but so are we, um, yeah. and yeah. that kind of gave me a little, just thinking of that a little confidence, um, in that they can be severely taken advantage of, um, and exploited for their, for yeah, uh, but uh what what are what are our what are our predictions as we wrap up here? Um, I think it's going to be Braves and six. Uh, I think it's going to be a tough six, though. I don't think – I actually disagree. I don't think there will be any blowouts. Hmm. Um, what I do see, though, 
are uh, a bunch of high scoring games, like eight to 10, one game, seven to 12, another, like stuff like that. Because, um, like, the main identity for both of the teams right now, I feel like, are the lineups, um, especially for the Strohs, because I, I, I'm, they're starting rotations fine. Like, you're not putting amazing, but yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's going to be Braves and six. And honestly, if I have to swallow my words, I'm, I'm man enough to do it. But at this point, uh, I have never felt more confident than this team. <laughs> and it's because we've battled through so much. I think it's really worth reiterating that at the trade deadline before we got Jack Peterson, our outfield was Orlando Arcia, Guillermo Heredia, and Abraham Almonte. Uh, so uh, Arcia is a fringe pinch hitter now. Almonte is not even on the roster, and Heredia is kind of just the hype man mascot. Uh, obviously, I love Heredia, but those were our guys at the middle of the season, and now it's completely different. Um, all of our pitchers are healthy, obviously, outside of Soroka, but that's just you know a story for a completely different day. Um, I think having Acuna back in the in the dugout too is big. Uh, I think he's probably adding a lot of motivation and support because uh, they're going to want to do it for him. Um, I do think I, I will stick to my previous thoughts. I think there are going to be at least two blowouts. Uh, that's just kind of what we've seen um, in the later rounds in the playoffs this year and last year. I mean, uh, this past series, there was a nine to two, there was an 11 to two um, last year in the NLCS. We watched the Dodgers score 15 on the Braves. Uh, I think that's just kind of like the storyline and hopefully none of those games really matter in the end. Uh, and hopefully it's kind of a split between of blowouts between teams, but I'm, I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to say Braves and six. Um, I'm debating on whether I'm saying Braves and five or Braves and six, because hmm. I feel very, you got to do five as we both said six. Okay. So. I'll say Braves and five then. Um, I keep from the beginning of this postseason, And even like when we were just barely leading our division towards the end of the year, and I kept saying, like, if we're going to, like, all we got to do is get to the postseason and then hope we're hot and then maybe ride something there. And just I kept yeah. making the comparisons in our team um, to the Nationals in 2019. And it just the comparisons keep drawing uh, to this team. Um, you beat, they beat the Brewers in the wild card game. We beat the Brewers in the NLDS. They beat... The Nationals in the NLCS, or sorry, the Dodgers in the NLCS. Yeah. We beat the Dodgers in the NLCS. They beat the Astros in the World Series. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. We beat the Astros in the World Series in five games. Um, Interesting. I. There's some cool storylines with this series. Um, you got. Brian Snicker has been in the, the organization since 1977, um, who was like a very odd hire for the position of general manager, not general manager, just manager, um, mm-hmm. and was just an interim for Freddie Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have him facing off against Dusty Baker, who his first MLB start back in the 70s was against it was on the Braves against the Astros mm. which is interesting yeah. um and you have Brian Snicker is facing off against his son who is the Astros hitting coach um I didn't even realize that wow yeah Troy Snicker that's, that's a bit ironic unbelievable that he's, he's the Astros hitting coach yeah all teams you know he just, well, he like, just programs the, the he's the one that's just banging on the trash can. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, but yeah, I uh, someone brought up a good point today that not once have the Braves lost a World Series game at Truist Park. So, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> and just we went um five and zero in our postseason games at Truist Park. Um, we did this year. We did. Uh, I think we're gonna take. I think we lose game one. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's going to be like, like no more than four runs scored. I think we take game two and we just blow them out of the water. Um, I think we come home and two of those games are close. One of them we is still kind of close, but we have control the whole time. Mm. Um, it's the energy that we're supplying right now at our stadium is near unbeatable. Um, it's, it's insane. Like, it's actually insane. And the fact that they're going to have to lose one of their big bats, whether it's Brantley or Jordan, more than likely going to be Brantley, is yeah. pretty huge for three games in a row. Um, yeah. I think if I we... think another... I think another thing that needs to be mentioned is if uh, Yuli Gurriel gets it going. Yeah. You need true. to keep him in the keep him cold. Yeah. Um, I think I uh, yeah, I Charlie Morton as an insider is pretty good too. Um, I was gonna say yeah. And I don't know, there's so many things that could happen with this still doesn't feel real. Um, I will say if we lose, I just want to get it, like, I want it to happen quick, um, just so I can kind of squash hope, um, we lose the first two, I think that'll be pretty, pretty hard to come back from, um, but, Mm. uh, I will say my prediction purely just off of, uh, looking at trends um, was to lose the World Series this year because last year we lost the NLCS the year before we lost the NLDS um, mm. so NLDS, NLCS, World Series means even if we lose this lose the World Series this year we're going to win it next year so and that is completely logical Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I, I hate, I hate, uh, you know, you're right. But if there is a trend, hopefully we don't follow it. Uh, oh, God. Why'd you have to plant that seed, man? That's Because that's so true. Babe, that means that we win next year. So That's true. Yeah. <laughs> that is a good point. Which, like, this team's been something else, but I feel like we're just going to be very good next year. Mm-hmm. We should be. 100%. We absolutely should be. Because we're going to get Acuna back. We're probably going to sign some of these trade deadline acquisitions. Uh, I would bet my left nut we'd re-sign Freddie to whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. Uh, we still I guess are we'll maintaining probably... like, our entire bullpen, pretty much. Yeah. Ma- yeah, bullpen. We're going to get Soroka back, hopefully. Fucking mm-hmm. hopefully. Uh, and Anoa should be good again. Yeah. And then you have people that are on the verge who can easily replace, like, Kyle... Or not Kyle Wright, sorry, not Kyle Wright. Not Kyle Wright. Kyle Muller. Kyle was going to say Kyle Muller. Kyle Muller is a fucking bulldog, bro. He, he's so, he looks so good. He's like 6'7", just overpowering. He's going to be fun to watch. Um, and then there's the chance we, we get a Zuna back, too, as well. Yeah. Uh, and then you yeah. have... Maybe Pasha can develop his bat for mm-hmm. next year. And then you also Consider. have uh, Drew Waters, who's on the fringe of coming up. Yeah, he was on. He was in the Rising Stars game during the All Star break, so mm-hmm. he's gonna be solid. Um. Either way, like we got control of a lot of really good guys for the next four or five years. Um, yeah. And we, uh, Alex Anthopoulos and Liberty Media, might surprise us and get some an extra really good person too. I doubt it. And I kind of want us to just sign. We'll, we'll get into this after the world series, but man, Alex is about to have to make some hard decisions. Yeah. 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 I, I kind of on that note, I, I, there was a snippet during the game of someone getting like a Rosario Jersey made. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, like, come on. Like, you, you just <laughs> like, 
before I get a jersey, I always look up the contract. That's just that's such a knee-jerk reaction. I mean, hopefully we sign him because the dude's been fucking incredible, but we'll have DH considerations as well, and yeah. we'll see. I think at this point you sort of have to get – like, even if he doesn't stay long-term, I mean, he hit that home run. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, very, a, that's a $9 that's million dollar home run at the very least. Like, dude, even if he doesn't stay, like, you get the jersey. Yeah. Also that. I, mean, I, mean, that, I mean, that was that was probably in the 21st century one of the best Atlanta sports moments. Like, full stop. Like that that was insane. Mm. Uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be forever a Braves legend, regardless. But you know, that's kind of off topic. I think uh, everyone's kind of nervous for this, you know, upcoming series, and <sighs> we'll see. I'm very excited, but very nervous. I'm very happy we're here in the first. Yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be posting a bunch of stuff on our Instagram during and uh, whatever. I'm gonna be emotional. Whatever I say, mm-hmm. take it with a grain of salt. Um, yeah. But uh, go Braves! Chop on. This will be the last series of uh, the year, regardless. Yeah. Which is good for my mental state at the end yep. of the day. <laughs> yeah. All right. We, we, I assume we'll probably do like a mid-series podcast too, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, 30, 45 minutes. Uh, hi, Griffin. Welcome back. My um, hair look good right now. Do you see this? It's great. It's incredible, dude. Thank you. Yeah, I, I assume we'll probably do a series check-in about halfway through um, once again, and that'll be good. But... Hopefully yeah, halfway I'll... through is not the end of the series, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Go Braves.